Hey money bosses, today I want to talk about what if you are having a bad day? You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shergunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. Anna Shergunina is here. Well, I've actually really never post any kind of uh, sad or negative content and never record an episode um, on things that are not uplifting and exciting. And But today I just thought, you know what, why not? If it's going to be helpful and if I can show a lesson that I learned from a day that um, I wasn't actually planning on. And it's interesting because two days ago I talked about what do you do when unexpected change happens and who knew, right? Anyway, um, everything is all right on my end, but I just wanted to share a couple things that are happening in the background um, inside my business, and hopefully this is a good lesson for for everyone around. And so, well, I'll start with this. Last night was brutal, um, as <laughs> Liam didn't sleep all that well. I think we're going through a phase of uh, growing our molars, and it's been rough. Uh, so I was up a number of times, I don't even know how many times, and I finally dragged him into our bed, and so he brought his little pillow and his bear and his milk cup, and he was just like in the middle, sleeping in the middle of our bed, and just like tossing and turning. Anyway, we finally, I think, fell asleep and uh, woke up at like 8 o'clock, and we're supposed to be out the door by 8.30. So anyway, it was just like that kind of a start of a day. And then um, I get an office um, and my office, my home office, after dropping home off at daycare, start with my day. I had a few morning calls. Mondays and Tuesdays are usually like my prep days in the office, just getting the week ready for the week because I meet with clients on Tuesdays, uh, sorry, Wednesdays and Thursdays, and then close the week on Fridays, just doing business related activities and things like that. So I get in the office and uh, getting ready for my uh, meetings and uh, going through my emails. I use a service called Unroll.me, which aggregates all of my email subscriptions and um, just cleans up my inbox. And today I opened up my inbox and I had like 170 emails. I was like, oh my gosh. So it's one of those days. It's not perfect because it, sometimes the connection breaks. And so it just like floods your email um, with all the subscription. Now, don't be afraid. It's really been a helpful tool. I've used it for years, um, but once in a while it does break that. So it took me a while to get through my emails. And then I find out that um, one of my employees resigned. And the reason I'm talking about this is because it, it came a bit of a shock to me just because I had to dig through 170 emails to find that out. So just the way that it was presented really, really just set me back. And first of all, it's hard. It's hard when you have a team that relies on each other so heavily. And then if one person decides that they no longer want to 
um, to be part of your team um, without much notice and without much of a transition time, right? It really sucks, okay? I don't have another word for it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually over um, the feelings and frustration I had earlier today just because we're in such a busy time, end of year planning. We have a lot of clients in the pipeline trying to do lots of meetings in the next two weeks before winter holiday, and so this happens. So I was at a bit, a, a bit at a loss um, for some time just thinking and looking back at my um, own behavior and what we did as a team and trying to understand why. Like I have no context as to why she just decided to quit. Um, she started with us in April. Um, it was actually, looking back at this, it was a bit scary hiring someone remotely during the pandemic. Like I think back at that, I was like, wow, I'm gonna really take a chance on this person, not meeting her. And um, so anyway, um, with all of this said and done, I still have no idea as of uh, Wednesday, not Wednesday, Tuesday afternoon, as I'm closing for the day, uh, what really is taking place. But the lesson I learned, this is what I'm getting to, I'm giving you all of this context as to the lesson that I've learned and how I'm recovering, like what did I do with my day? Uh, and I'm not gonna let a bad night or no sleep, I've had those plenty. Um, I'm just gonna give Liam a little Tylenol tonight. Shh, don't tell anyone. Um, yeah, you know, to help him with his uh, uncomfortable feeling of uh, growing teeth, but uh, mama needs some sleep. But really, what did I learn from this from this situation and how did I deal with it? And I, I really had to take a bit of a like, step back. I still continue to work through my day, but really, really focus on my goals. I sat down, I opened up my journal, and I looked at what are my personal goals? What am I trying to accomplish? And what are the goals of Main Street team? And what are we going to do? If we have the setback, right, nothing is guaranteed in life. I think you all agree. Whether this is a personal situation, a money situation, or work situation, things going to come up, plans are going to be broken, life is just going to happen. And so I've really reviewed and reviewed and thought about my goals. Like I really probably spent, I went, um, I grabbed a cup of coffee, I sat outside. Luckily today was um, a really warm day for us in Northern California. And so I sat outside a little bit and just kind of thought about what is, what's next? So I have to deal with the situation, uh, going into the holidays, trying to hire somebody, and how are we gonna manage this as a team? So it really was a grounding exercise. And I talk about goals a lot with you guys because it is something that gives you a purpose. It gives you that clarity and focus where, in moments like this, where something happens unexpectedly, you just have something you can anchor with, right? Because the minute I saw the email, first of all, I, I won't, let's not talk about how I felt, but <laughs> you could probably imagine. But the moment you, something doesn't go the way you plan, having goals in front of you and with financial goals, right? I'm really talking about financial goals altogether. And my goals are financial goals, um, personally and professionally, right? Because I'll tell you why, because financial goals have two elements in play. They have a dollar amount associated with them. It could be reaching a particular number of clients if we're talking about business. It could be if it's a personal goal, making you know X amount of dollars of income. If I want to make 100000 or a $1 million dollars uh, of income a year, it could be saving some amount of dollars. It could be 
buying the next home or buying the next car. So you see how it's it has a dollar amount attached to it because it helps you put concrete steps in front of in front of you. Also, the second element is a specific target date. All right. So for example, per year. So we're talking about making a specific income. It's not just saying I want to make a million dollars. When do you want to make that? Or, or you want to make $100,000 or whatever your number is. I want to save or pay off credit cards or give gifts or save you know, $200,000 a down payment on the house or buy a car. Whatever it is, it has a dollar amount and you specify what is the timeline. So when you have those two together, the dollars associated with it and the timeline it really makes everything just work in, 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 in conjunction because now, now you all you have to do is to figure out what are the steps you have to work through on a daily basis. What are the things you have to do in order for this to work? Like all of a sudden it becomes real. And the more time you revisit it, the more time you think about it. So uh, for me today, it was sitting down and looking, yes, personal goals, because I wanted to make sure I wanted to center myself. I wanted to have focus on what, what was important, right? What was my long-term plan? And go back in previous times, right? And say, all right, I've been in these situations before. Not the first time someone quit. Not the first time I had to let somebody go. But what do we do next? So having something that grounds you is really important. Now, um, we are almost at the end of the day. And one of the things I do uh, before I go to bed is I have a gratitude journal. So a couple things I write down couple things more like three to five things maybe sometimes 10 things I'm grateful for in that day so it's something that definitely helps me quiet my mind go to bed focusing on things that are good focusing on things that are positive and really going after what's um, what's important to me to my family to clients that we work with and to the team um, that is real still really um, is passionate about the message that we have and that is bringing financial planning advice um, to folks that really need it and, and really can't get it elsewhere. So that's all I've got for you today. I think the lesson is to, to stay focused, to remember what you're after. And if life throws you curveballs, you just have to, you have to deal with them, right? So my goal for today is go cook dinner uh, or for the rest of the afternoon. I'm going to work with Liam on building our first ginger house. Um, so stay on the lookout for some of the pictures um, on Instagram. And as you guys are getting ready for holidays, remember that um, life does throw curveballs at us from time to time. But I know you can stand strong on your feet. And because um, these things not only translate to, you know, financial ramifications, right? And we're not specifically talking about financial ramifications here today, um, but it does have impact. Um, but I do know that I am in charge and I am capable of solving any kind of situations that are going to come at me. So there you go. You guys, I'll see you soon. Remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. 
It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to mainstreet-money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.